0: All right, man, let's give everybody a round of applause for being on a Friday night with Jesus. No, y'all got to do better than that. Come on, man. Y'all got to be excited. Look, here. welcome to Truly Grace tonight, man, as always. Look, it's a pleasure to do what we do in this house, as in a community. We're going to express ourselves. We're going to explain to us because everybody, I went through this week today, this weekend, uh, I went and seen three different friends of mine, and they said, they was part of clubs, and but they was talking about something that I said on a Friday night. Said something about I said something about Club Jesus, and they was like, Club Jesus. Oh, uh, how are you gonna be a? Uh, that don't even sound right. I said it don't sound right. Well, how about this? How about if we all just join a car club, or a bridge club, or a social club? Now there you go. I'd rather be a club Jesus. Shoot. Y'all want to go out to the Bow of Oz and dance all night and stuff like that. We dancing for Jesus. I want to be a part of that club because you go around. And I said, well, what do y'all do in your clubs? They said, oh, man, you know, we talk about the tires and the shocks and the, you know, and our engines. Oh, all that, huh? Ain't nobody talking about Jesus or nothing. you you Christians, you believers, and that's the only club you can come up with? Sister Cheryl, you got your little small group, don't you? Man, I tell you what, it's a car club. No, do y'all talk about Jesus when you're there? There you go. Does it come up every once in a while? That's what I want to talk about. So everybody says, "Hey, what are y'all really?" Man, God bless you, Billy. Look at look look right here. Let's listen listen to what we are here at Truly Grace. So, if the world around us wants to know what we're doing for because they say, well, I can't come over there because I'm, I feel like I'm cheating on my church. I'm cheating on your church. I was like, this, good Lord, we are the church. So, who are you really cheating on? Yeah, what, 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 what are you doing? Man, there's Pentecostal, Baptist. There, they, 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 don't quit giving yourself labels. We follow Jesus. Okay? So, here we go. This is our model. This is what we live for. This is what we're about. So, I, we all got cards. Do you not if you don't pick some up and pass them out because see they need to know what's going on with the believers of the world. We are a community of believers welcoming everyone to find their next right step towards a faith based life. We are all searching for a purpose. Are we not? Everybody's looking for something. They can say what they want to. That's the only thing missing out of people's lives is a purpose. But we all here, we're searching for that, aren't we? We ain't found, we got to fight all the way to the finish line. There's going to be ups and downs on this road, but we do it as a family. Amen. And the answer to all struggles is Christ. If you are trying to get a foothold after a setback in life, divorce, finances, drugs, jail, prison, etc., anything that you possibly have failed in and went down, to, you know, and you feel lost, you feel by yourself. You feel like you just can't go on again. Somebody asked me that question too. They said, is that just, they always think truly grace and everything that we're just here solely focusing on drug addiction. Man, there's all type addiction. If they take their mask off and figure out that they're not perfect and that they screw up too out there with their so perfect lives and stuff. Take their suits off for a minute and just tell the real you, show the real you to the community. They'll understand they're no different than we are. We all got problems. So this is for everyone. And besides that, why are you trying to give people labels anyway? I can't even believe they asked me a question like that. Is that just for drug addicts? What are you talking about? That's right. Look here. I used to walk in heels too and I did that and I took them off. (laughs) So our community is here to help support you in overcoming your issues. That's what we're here for. That's what our family's here for. So we're going to talk about some stuff tonight, but before we get started, as always, I just wanted to let all those people that have questions out there know what truly grace is about because they have so many questions. We're just a community of believers, man, and the evidence is all around us, man, what what God does in our lives. They're just so scared. I can't believe it. You know, isn't that crazy? You remember we used to be the ones getting bullied on the playground, something like that. Now we're bullying everybody out there. Everybody scared to death of, of the, the True to Grace crew. I don't know who they are. I'll tell you who they are. They're community believers. I know that's what everybody do when you see people. Make sure you scare the crap out of them. You go, raw. You know, she just made them. We know that's what we do. We're growing lines. That's what we do. Man, Jesus is powerful. God bless each and every one of y'all for coming out and supporting the ministry. Because it's about everybody. Jesus is for everybody. He's not just for some people. And there's not different categories. You don't go to a certain place, you know what I'm saying, to find the healing power of Christ. You come together as a family from all walks of life and figure it out together. Support from one another. That's how we do this thing. So to the world out there, welcome to Truly Grace. Now we're going to welcome the Holy Spirit in this place because this is my favorite part. I love to worship. Y'all love to sing to Jesus. Man, look here. Come on, man. Y'all stand to your feet, man. Let's talk to Jesus tonight. Guess what, everybody out there? We going to club Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
1: Every time I try to make it on my own. That's right. Every time I try to stand, start to far. And all those lonely roads that I've traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now There was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching, in the healing, in the learning Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces
0: Give him a hand, y'all. Because no matter what you was going through, now I'm finishing to go do my own thing in here tonight because I love this. And I'm going to give my own special worship to him because he's in this place with us tonight. And I'm going to sing. I'm going to bring it in here to y'all. And I want y'all to look out the screen. I want y'all to sing with me, man. Y'all help me out tonight. You know, y'all be superstars for Jesus, huh? He's in this place. Invite him inside you. This is a Is yeah. yourself without words. He'll speak for you. Word of God speaking here tonight. Are y'all ready to worship one more again? Man, this feels good. He's in here tonight with y'all. Are y'all in here with him? That's what I ask you. Spirit rain upon us tonight. Mm -hmm.
1: Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the Living God, we only wanna hear your voice. We're hanging on everywhere. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the Living God, we wanna
0: selfish one time and think about others above themselves. And I know we here truly grace do. Now we got to do the same outside these walls so they can see what he holds. What his power does to people that believe. It grows. It truly shows. The evidence is all around you. Look to your left and right. We're not here by mistake. We're here because we believe. Because while everybody was doing like I said that they doing, they got their little clubs. You can find them in a parking lot near you. Talking about the tires and the cars and all that stuff. Look at my stereo system, yeah. Look at ours, I hear his voice, booming. Power be to Christ. Are y'all ready to receive a message tonight? Let's get into the message. As always, before we start, I guess, look here. One thing we do need to do, we got to, let's, let's, there's a, I want to talk about, we're going to talk about this family tonight. I got to tell you, he inspired and a lot of people have lost some loved ones these, these past couple of weeks. And uh, I'm personally going to bury one of my life time friends tomorrow. He's 43 years old and we're going to talk about stuff tonight about this. We're not promised tomorrow. So I'm going to tell you one more time. That's what the word says. You are not promised tomorrow. So today's the day that you need to make a choice on what you're going to do. Please don't. I, I, I can't hear it no more about how you say it's not going to happen to me. Huh. Okay. Well, you go tell his family that. You go tell her family that. You go tell my family that. It can happen to any of us. So today is the day we start preparing. You start listening to Christ's voice and not yours and not anybody else's, but you start trusting in him. So if we can, let's bow our heads and let's pray to the Father. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another evening to hear your word. Let the Holy Spirit reign supreme inside and rain fire down upon everyone's ear and heart to receive the message that we speak tonight. Father, I do all things in honor of you. We glorify you in this house. We love you in everything that you do for each and one of our families and show the support. So we thank you, Jesus, tonight for all that you do for all of us. I want you to reach upon every heart and family out there that is suffering at this time from loss and let them renew their heart. But you got the scripture and the words for me to speak tonight so I can help them, not just tap them on the back, but show them a way that they can be okay through this storm. Father God, let every word that be spoken tonight be of you. I pray for these things and all things for the hungry, sick, and the poor. In Jesus' name and the house said, Amen. Amen. You see, I'm gonna, I know I get excited a lot and I run around, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go slow and steady tonight because I really need you and everybody to receive this message. You go all week and you, 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 and he prepares you, you know. I see so many people, they say, I'm, I'm going over here to do a, I don't know what it is, whatever they do when you, you're fixing to go to a concert or a, a, a theater play. What do you do? You you got to go do a rehearsal. That's what it is. I, there goes the word. Maybe I need to go fast. I could think a little quicker. <laughs> but you see, if you don't apply this word daily, it's never going to work. You see, it's just like, if they, if, you know, let, let's just talk. You know, like always, they say, everybody says, you know, I, I don't understand this word. How does it apply to my life? Well, well, let's well let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it for a minute. It's just like if you don't read the word something good. If you if you got something bad living inside you, which we all do, we were born in sin. So if you don't put nothing good inside you, you'll never overcome sin. So the more of this you put inside you, the less sin that lives in you. So when you're questioning yourself each and every day, wondering why you can't get past the little milestones or the little stumbling blocks that are set before you, the thorns in your side, that's because you choose to live there. You have to make choices just like I chose to stop doing meth, to stop running crazy, to stop shooting and game banging. You had to make a choice, didn't you? You're making a choice right now tonight that I'm going to go hear about Jesus. Okay, you do that on Wednesdays and Sunday, but you got to do that every single day. This is not just, a, you know, every, you just don't come in for an hour. And then get, get your medicine and then go out there and stuff and feel like you done did it. I, I done dedicated that hour this week. I done, I done been Wednesday. I done been Sunday. I did my church. I gave my time to Jesus. No. That's right. That's why I can't. I, I, thank you. Man, don't it feel so good to, either the young sisters of the house that know how important it is. That he lives inside you. We're we're here. This is all he's got is us. And if we don't go out and do his work, it'll never be finished. Because it'll stop with that world out there that says that you're nobody, that you can't overcome. You'll never be nothing. Well, if you don't do this, I'm going to tell you like this. If you don't live daily applying this to your life, it's going to be just like everything that you did. I'll go ahead and use me because I don't like, you know, because I had all the problems in the world. So, hey, let's pick on Lloyd. It'll be to me like a hit of dope was. It was there for a moment. Then I got to go search it for that high again. So if you really want to be high on something, you better get high on this word. That's the only thing that you'll truly keep you there. Yes, sir, it is. And it stays the same. And it, stays the same. it never changes. Ain't that beautiful? You take a hit of Jesus and it's just Jesus. you just high. Ain't no coming down. Same Same thing. But the other one gets all types of problems, don't it? Boy, all type of problems. You steady looking around, running around, trying to make a lie up, trying to cover up the other lie you told yesterday, and then it was the same thing you did yesterday. So now you're like this, dad gun it. You can't find books on that. You're going to run out of them. So why not just live of truth? You know what I'm saying? It's easier. Quit fooling yourself. Living in a toxic relationship, living in a toxic environment, you can't overcome, but it's going to take this word. It's going to take this word, and you've got to apply it. You see, I was reading something this weekend. Watch this. Imagine yourself as a living house. You're a house, right? And uh, God comes in. You know what he's trying to do? He wants to rebuild your house. You're all comfortable in the situation you're at with the walls and the doors and, and the paint. Huh? Even It's <laughs> falling down. But you see what he does. He comes in and at first, perhaps you, uh, you understand what he's doing in your life at first. He's getting the drains right. He's stopping the leaks on the roof and so on. And then, you know, and you know, these jobs need to be done in your life. You know, do you not know what needs to be done in your life? You know, as a human, you know, every day when you get up, what you need to do and not to do. And I know us little sinful people, we choose the route, the bad road every time I understand. But let, let me tell you, Jesus just wants to get into your heart. He wants to rebuild something inside you. He wants you to see things different than you've ever seen it before. You see, I couldn't have got here unless I rebuild, let him rebuild my house. I didn't do this. That's that's first and foremost. I got everybody to understand. You're not rebuilding nothing. So don't never boast about it and be like, look what I did. You didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything. He did. And the only reason I know this is because by mess myself, I couldn't have done anything. Because Lord was th- that guy. Knocking the walls down and then laughing at the people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they gotta rebuild that. That's not funny, is it? Is it funny to be in a broken house? Cause you got broken spots inside yourselves, do you not? You got a man. Look here, I'm telling you, you got a guy that's ready to build, man. You know you can call on him. He's ready. He'll put in the floors, walls, everything, the roof. I mean, he's fixing everything. You know what I'm saying? How can you not want that? Yeah, Amazing whatever you want, him, he's everything. He's all. Man, dude, we're gonna talk about that, boy. I don't know. Did you read over my notes? I'm just gonna. There's no storm out there. going Never mind. Come up here, Sean. You take over. <laughs> That's how you know you're preaching. That's right, boys. You know, saying it's confirmation. So, you know, but presently, right now, he's uh, he's he's knocking down things in, in your life and inside your house, and um, some people don't understand right now, and it doesn't make any sense but it will. You just have to keep going. You have to trust him. If he goes in there and knocks the wall out and you're like this, I didn't want to repair that. Well, it don't matter whether you want to do that. He's got you. Whatever's happened into your life that doesn't seem like it's supposed to be there. It's okay. He's going to rebuild it better and stronger. Let him trust him. Let him do his work. Let him do his job in your heart because everybody takes the time. They're always trying to do stuff. You always see they got these plans all the time. This is what I want to do. I, I, I want a new wing over here. You, you see them going around the house. They'll, they'll, they'll be married and stuff. They'll be like, oh, I need the curtains and the, and the little flowers. And Jesus up there like this. Curtain and flowers, huh? <laughs> you ain't got your spirit right. You talking about curtain and flowers. <laughs> Y'all finna fight in a minute? 30 minutes. Watch this. They finna knock each other out. And then all the curtains and the flowers and the dishes get broke. And then what you got to do? Now you got to go back to Costco. And get you some more appliances because you done busted them you done torn a tv set everything up but that was your plans that's how you wanted your home to look he don't want your home to look like you want it to look he wants it to look like he wants it to look so that's why i'm asking you you know people that, that i mean i'll be out there preaching on the barge and they think i'm i've done lost my mind because i'm telling them, man would you quit watching tv all the time because you know the guys i work with they come on the bars and they steady talking about well this morning on the news, I seen that I'm like, man, dude. If you say one more thing about whoever that dude is, I can't say no names because I'll get sued or whatever like that. But you, you know what I'm talking about. Anybody on the news, don't watch it. Yeah, get in there, boy. You gotta ask him. What, what, is, what on earth is he up to at times? When you, when, you, when you lose a loved one. When you, when you're having a bad day. When you're having a bad relationship. When you, when you don't understand. You're asking yourself, what, what is he up to in my life then? Why would he do this to me? That's what everybody else, why, he's not, what do you, what do you mean, what is he, why is he doing this to you? So you can find strength in your weaknesses. So you can depend on him for once in your life. You can't do it. You have, You, you look, we're strong because we're weak. I know everybody's like this, that don't even sound right. Oh, it don't. Think about it. In your weaknesses though, he becomes strong. Because then you depend on Him. He loves it when you give Him your problems. Why do you keep holding on to Him all the time? This is where you find healing. You go to Christ and He'll heal you. He'll give you the stuff. He'll give you the wood to put down on your floors and your wall and the paint and and fix your sheetrock. Whatever's going wrong in your life, He'll give you that. He'll give you the ability and the talent to do these things. But you have to seek it in Scripture. We'll talk about it. See, man, how would you, you know, y'all are trying to build... If you think about it, everybody's like this, I, I, I just want a nice little cottage. You know, I'll be happy with a little house. Will you? Ask yourself, will you? Because see, in today's world, I know I will, but in today's world, if you go listen to the world and society and you don't have Jesus, you want to look like them people in the car club or the people in the homes and garden club. Well, little Betty's got a big old house and we just got a little cottage, Jimmy. What will you do? I think I'll break myself and max out all my credit cards and I'll work three jobs for you. Yeah, I'll kill myself to have what? A, what are you going to do with that? You're going to do like the Wizard of Oz and it's going to spin up and go into the clouds and be like this Dorothy and You're going to see a rider on a bike. If nobody's watched that, please watch Wizard of Oz. It's a very great show. Yeah, a dog in a basket. <laughs> and it'll be so beautiful. But see... You're not going to find nothing in in none of those clubs. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why don't you join a club like this, a club Jesus? I don't care what anybody says. This is where this is where everything happens. This is where everything, this is where healing, where you get support from a family that's going to change things. Because I know you're going through things. But everybody's scared to talk about them. So they'd rather, and, and, and that's what I told them. I said, the reason why you join them clubs is because you're scared to talk about what's really Is on your heart. What's really bothering you? So you'd rather talk about tires and shocks and leather seats. Gee, many Christmases. Who cares? I mean, that doesn't even make any sense to me. But hey, I don't understand sometimes neither what Jesus do, like I just said. But he's going to do, he's doing great work within us. Guess what you won't find? You ain't going to find healing in a car. Unless you got it on K-Love. Let's read some scripture. 2 Chronicles 34.10 Then they entrusted it to the men appointed to supervise the work of the Lord's temple. These men paid the workers who repaired and restored the temple. You get payments like this. Everybody's looking for money in this world. I hate a baby. Boy, he loved to freeze. Boy, I tell you what, them babies, they get crunk up when you talk talking about Jesus. Do you hear them every week? Life, love, hope, spiritual freedom. That's the payment we get. Why is everybody looking for money and all that stuff? They always want more than that. What can be more than that? Your life back that you've been struggling so hard with your finances, your love, your your everything. What could be more precious than having that back? Spiritual freedom. Watch this. Watch how good this feels. Look, on three, you say spiritual freedom with me. One, two, three. Spiritual freedom. That felt really good. It does, man. I mean, it just feels good to be spiritually free, but you're not. Every time I talk to somebody, they're trapped. I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Why don't you just stop going through it? Say, hey, man, look, let's stop. Whoever it is in your life, you can stop it. You just go to them. You love them. You love them to death. You don't hate them. You don't talk about them. You don't dog them out. You don't do all that stuff and say, you did this. Because you, you, look, everybody's got a speck in their eye. How could somebody else say something to somebody else about what they're doing? Go help them. Go love them. Bring them to this thing and get your reward. Get paid. I love life, I love love, I love hope, but I want to be free, Like, but I want to be Jesus free. I don't want to be free like the world is out here. They, I don't know what kind of, that's that, That's not freedom. They're locked up. I know, I know. We gotta go all the way back just like you, like a babe and start over, because we're so, we're big nincompoops. That's the first word I could think of. <laughs> See, in John 17, one through five, he states this. Jesus prays to be glorified in this passage. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and he prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now, this is eternal life that they know you. That's how you get eternal life, by knowing the one that gives life. So if you know so much, that's where wisdom comes from. People think they're so wise and they know so much. If you don't know God and you don't know Jesus, you don't know the Holy Spirit, the power and stuff like that, you don't really know much. And people are going to say things all week about that. Lord, you always talking about blah, blah, blah. They don't believe. Well, look here. If you believe in God and you believe in Jesus and you believe in the Holy Spirit, then why aren't you doing anything? Why aren't you putting it into action? Because every time I see you, you're talking about a tire or a Jeep or a, uh, or a Ferrari or something like that. Do you, is that going to save any of us? No. Your possessions and what you hold does nothing. The Word does. The only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. Can you think back at a time like this? This is what I think about. Is you remember that story about Adam and Eve all the time. You remember they're just walking around the garden, butt naked. I could say it. You could say it. Matter of fact, I want y'all to say it. Say butt naked. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we came in this place. Don't be scared to go out like that. See, there's no shame in that. You go and you do these things because they come in there and there was no troubles. They didn't see nothing. They didn't see no sin. They didn't see anything when before that time and stuff. And now look at all this. You get into the world. You let the world start speaking. And you don't let God speak. And then you start seeing all that. All the chaos. All the distractions. All these people going out here. Hey, man, come here. Ride with me. Where are we going? Oh, we, we, we're going to prison. Oh uh, uh, no ride with me what are you fixing to do oh I'm going to take you so you can I can ruin your relationship oh okay well, let's ride who the heck does that that's what the world does you got all that and you, you're listening to the world speak you need to listen to Jesus speak for once in your life Jesus speak you tell them don't be bold and go tell people about it if you see it wrong I done said this a thousand times you got to stand up for this you have to be bold in this ministry you got to be bold in your walk for Christ if you see something wrong don't be scared to tell them hey man You screwing up. That's all you got to say. They don't want to hear it. That's that's on them. But you're going to have to speak it because if you sit there and know the truth and don't speak it, that's a sin in itself. So that's why I do what I do because I want to make sure you hear the living truth. The real truth. I'm not coming up here. I don't rehearse something all during the week to come up here to talk, talk about a rehearsal about what I did off of a scripture. This is what God says. So I come to speak it because these are real type analogies and real life situations that happen. People are dying of addictions. They're getting their lives ruined. you got to stop looking at yourself. you got to start looking out for these people out here. That's our job. He's called. We're the Holy Spirit. It lives inside us. That's us. So when you're sitting in church and everybody's doing like this, I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, if you believe in that, then you need to believe in yourself because he lives inside you. And that's why the statement is always said, the only Jesus that anybody will see is what? That's right. So if you're not doing your job and you're not loving and you're not giving life, you're not giving hope to people, then how are they ever going to see it? But first and foremost, you got to get you right. So guess what we're going to do in these last minutes with us, each other. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get you a new you. If you ain't already started on it, let me kick in the button, boost it a little bit. And when I'm always talking, guess who I'm, guess who else I'm talking to? That's right. Because, see, I need a kick in the butt, too, because I'm the same as you. Nobody's different. That's why people don't understand. They say, oh, he's up there in the pulpit. He's been preaching forever and stuff like that. And that's why they look at all these guys around. They, they got the same problems, but they're scared to say it. I'm not scared. That's why I want to build a family that's not scared. I want to support. I'm going to be just like you. You're my family. I love each and every one of you as individuals. and All the same. All the same. No matter what you did, what you did five minutes ago, what you're going to do next year, it don't matter. We're still going to love each other through it. That's what family does. I don't want to see people breaking up out of here next year and not talking to each other and mad at each other because we got something against each other because something somebody did. Well, I'm sorry since all of us are so perfect. Hey, ain't none of us going to mess up this year, are we? Come on now. Raise your hand. Say, I'm perfect. Thank you, Tina. Hey, that's, thank you for being honest. I thought you were going to say something real crazy. I was going to say, everybody turn the lights out and run. <laughs> There's somebody in the building and I'm scared to death. Who, Tina, don't do that. <sighs> Ezekiel <laughs> 1119. Ezekiel 1119. And I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. You want that heart back, don't you? So many people. Has anybody been in that place where they had a hardened heart? Stone. Didn't care about nothing. Nobody. I'm just going to live. I love me. I'm going to do me. That's right. Huh? Satan. Satan. Oh yeah, yeah, I was like this. I thought he said Satan was like this. Boy, look here, you and Tina, stop it. What y'all been outside plotting on me? Yeah, I was like this good Lord. Did he say that? I was like, I don't even know what to answer now. Heck no, he ain't. We finna kick Satan's butt. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're here to do. We're here to do like this because check it out. And on that note right there, and if Satan did say something like that, God would say, well, good. I'm glad you're in here trying to do that. He's going to push him out the way and say, look, I'm the heart surgeon. And surgery, heart surgery is my specialty. See, he takes sick, broken and wounded hearts and, and he heals them. That's what Jesus does. Listen here. I remove the boulders and the leeches from the heart. Everything that troubles and condemns you, I am getting rid of. I will enlarge your heart so that the whole world fits in it. Your heart will love like I love. Think like I think and believe like I believe. Man, do you want to get to a point like that? Can you imagine loving like God loves? I heard a story when I was out there on a job and this woman said she's been 18 years she's been by herself because she couldn't trust and be with someone else because if they couldn't love her, Because she went through a marriage and the guy treated her like crap and she found Christ and she knows the love of Christ. So once you find yourself in that position where you know what love is, you won't accept nothing less. You will make sure that the person that you are with, that's where unequally yoked comes from. You have to be searching for the same things, doing the same thing. And that's what I'm trying to build here. I want us all to be on the same page. I want us to love each other. Not just say it. And that's what she said. She said, you know, we go through school and she got all worked up about it. She's talking her friends in the neighborhood and everything. She said, all y'all do, you walk around, she's pointing at them and stuff. You told me the other day, you tell your kids, you tell your friends and all that stuff how much you love them. But do you really love them? Because you treat them like crap. To love like Christ is to love unconditionally. That's how we're supposed to love one another. We love God, then we love people. He wants to take all that. I know anybody in here got a wounded heart tonight? Anybody in here? I know it is. I, You know what I'm saying? I'm not scared neither. You know what I'm saying? Because you get wounded by the things that happen in your life, by by loss and, 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 and things that you can't control, that you don't understand. And it hurts because you want you want to understand. You want to, Why is it happening to me? Why did it happen to them? That's the questions that everybody asks. But that's why we're here because God wants to do like this. He wants to say, hey, it's okay. You've came to the right place. I am the heart surgeon. And I'm going to repair it. I'm going to take all your troubles that condemn you, that, that take your, your hours away from your day, to think that I cannot overcome this. There's no way possible that this... I, brothers... I promise, sisters in the house, look, I I, I mean, I really do want to have a picnic and everybody just go out there and talk to each other so everybody can really know about the power of Christ. Through these Fridays and stuff like that, I will start, you know, I'll imply, you know what I'm saying, a story with each scripture from a life being lost and how I came back. Because I want to express to you tonight that God can take, Way past the stony, a, he can take somebody that you know. Have you ever heard somebody when they said, "You're heartless"? You ever been called that? No, no good for you. <laughs> I'm glad so. It but to be called that, and then at the time it may not matter nothing. But now, when you find Christ, you're like, "Where was you at at that time?" The worst feeling is nothing at, all. at nothing at all. Absolutely nothing at all. That's when you're heartless. You have no feelings, no emotion about no care about anything or anybody around you, your children, your family or nothing. Okay, but I know that there's a God that's in a son. He'll do like this. Watch this. I'm going to hook these. In the medical field, you got what a orders and stuff like that in your hearts and stuff like that. So, you know, he hooks it up. I got a little stint in mind right now. By the grace of God, I'm still here, man. I'll tell you what. What if you could think like God? Think of his ways. and You know, you can. It's way past your understanding. But what if you could believe in yourself as much as he believes in you? As much as I believe in another person because I know what it's like to walk down that path. To be in a dark road. To be in a place where I don't understand. And that's why I'm here. That's why we're here. To share our testimonies to the world. To let their families know that don't know how to deal with it. How to deal with it. There is hope. There's life. Because we love them, right? That's what we're here to do. We're here to be heart surgeons too. I know lossologists, heart surgeon, eh, same thing. It is. Because same power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power that lives inside us. So we're here to give life to other people. And that's why... I do the things that I do, and I know that I know that you do the things you do when you stick in there and you love somebody through everything, because your heart is not stone. You have a heart of God that He gave you to help people, to love people. He says, "I will make your heart so soft and teachable, so sensitive to my every whisper that even a hint will sound like a shout to you. Have you ever just been doing something and you're walking along and you know you was doing something wrong and something? He spoke louder than anything you were. Hey, 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 hold up, boy. Hold up, girl. you you, you messing up. Don't you do that. That's him. That's him. He's tell, He's talking loud inside you. You, you know, And you have to listen to the Holy Spirit when he's talking to you. He's inside you. He's trying to help you. Everybody's got that thing. I know they used to have those little things on your shoulders. There's a little devil and a little angel on your shoulders and stuff like that. Forget the little devil. Let's just think about the Holy Spirit for a minute. He wants you to see with his eyes and hear with his ears because he will give you a new heart with no mistakes in it. You will act and feel like a new person swallowed up with compassion and mercy from this heart will flow creative ideas and inventions. You'll start being creative with your life. You'll start inventing new things to do with your life because you'll be tired of the old you of the old heart, the old way of living, the old way of life. You'll be tired of that. So you'll create things in your mind because that's what the word does. It'll create something inside you to do something new beyond your understanding. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but this is beautiful to me. What God can do. Through you. We're just ordinary people, huh? That's what you'll say. But listen to what Isaiah 52, 14. I know y'all might not even read this, but y'all go read Isaiah 52, 14. This is what it said about God this is what they said when they seen him come in there into town just as there was many of who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his form marred beyond human likeness. can you imagine that? That's what the world looks at all of us when we do things bad that they don't accept and they don't believe in we don't want to look at them Look at how disgusting. How many times you heard that? You disgust me by your actions. You make me sick. Hmm. Thank you. But Jesus said it was okay. Because <laughs> he said I can go over here and tell him that I'm sorry. And he's, gonna, he's got a way for me to overcome that. Sorry you feel that way about me, but I'm beautiful. Wonderfully made. So don't you believe what anybody says about you? Because no matter what you look like, he don't care. That's not his job. His job is to repair your heart and repair your situation. To finish up tonight, I want to share about this to take to family members all over. I want to leave this message with Your new heart. I want you to have a new heart because I want you to give a new heart to your family members that are out there struggling with any type of addiction or the ones that feel like they're not even addicted to nothing that they give you like the things that I said earlier. They're like, uh, well, you know, like my sisters and them, it doesn't matter. They watch and stuff like that, but I am talking to them and I'm talking to all my family. I'm talking to my brothers. I'm talking to every family member that I got. I've changed my life because you don't understand what you're doing. Like my brother, Danny, that we're laying to rest tomorrow. God rest his soul. Be there for his mama and his children and his family to be strong enough to make sure that they don't make the same mistakes. Be there for her grandfather. That he's up there. We're all That's what we're fighting for. My children that are up there waiting on us in heaven. But while we're here, be bold enough to tell your family these things right here if they're struggling with things. He was a great guy. He just had a problem just like all of us. And his life was taken too soon. So your couple of drinks, your couple of this, your couple of smokes or whatever like that leads to death. It says it in scripture. Bad choices. That's what it is. But you got to also remember of when you're making that bad choice, look at the pain that you cause everything around you when you make those choices. So I say once again, choose today to prepare yourself for these things. There's going to be loss. Some people didn't do bad things, and they're gone. Some people did. But I want to express this part because I've seen so many people this week that have made bad choices. And I want to think past themselves because I look at my family. I look at my dad and my mom that are sitting there and have drank themselves their whole lives. And now we're looking at them, and you see that they're in bad health. But the rest of the family just continues to keep doing the same thing they did. And the generational curse is still there and the patterns are still there. And they're not understanding. If you die and I've got to watch you die in the hospital and suffer, do you know how much pain that causes me? That's what I'm trying to reach out to tell them. Do you know how bad it hurt me to sit there and watch my dad on that machine? And that's what that's what strikes me so hard because she sat there with me and watched him. And then you still continue to do these choices to yourself. I want you to renew your heart. I speak to my family. I speak to every family of the world. Because you don't cause just pain. It's just you sitting there saying that I'm just doing this to myself. And that I'm, uh, I got to die from something. Well, yeah, maybe we all do. But you don't have to go like that. Why don't you quit being so selfish for once in life and think past that? That's my heart tonight because God gave me this heart because I'm not selfless. I don't think of just me. I think of everybody and that's how they should think. That's how we should think. And we should try to help somebody. So you don't think about you when you want to get another hit or another drink or whatever like that. You think about the people that you love the most, your kids, your family members that truly love you. And you think about that for a moment and think about what you're doing to them. Who wants to watch people that live like that? Not me. So my heart goes out to all the ones that didn't know God enough to tell their families to help family members and do like that. But I want you to stand bold and I want you to pray for Danny and his family. I want you to pray for my family. I want you to pray for her family, Pamela. They're in the back of the room. Love y'all. I want you to pray for each and every individual in the sound of my voice that their heart has been hardened to just think about their selves to get a fleshly heart of God, of the Holy Spirit and change your heart. So think past you for a moment because it is going to happen to you and it is going to happen to somebody else and you're going to hurt other people. For once in your life, just think past that. That's what I want to leave you with tonight. If you heard nothing else tonight, please hear that God just wants to come in and heal your heart and take that sin and stuff away from you so you don't think about just you. So if you're in school and you got friends that are bad, look here, stay away from or tell your friends, hey man, you're screwing up and I'm not hanging out with you. Be bold enough to do that. If you're grown, go to the people you love, repair it. Bring the scripture with them. I done told you. I got all this. You want to take some of my papers home? Then you got a whole arsenal to sit there and fight with all night long. When they forget, you'll be like this. Ezekiel 1119 said, baby, or whatever you call each other. <laughs> because, see, he wants you to do like this. Oh, ooh. this is a good one that I like to ask because he wants to give you one of these, too. He wants to give you a heart. That is breakproof. How many here had a broken heart before? Man, on, None of y'all had a broken heart before. <laughs> I know you have, but he wants it to be breakproof, so you can't come in to Satan that you talked about earlier. I know you really want to talk about him, but hey, he can't come in and steal you no longer. Because you, 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 you can do it like this. You're bold enough now. You can do it like this. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not going for that. We're going to change this. We're going to do it right. Or we ain't going to do it. You ain't going to keep coming around, Satan, up and getting in my family, getting in my life, getting in my head, speaking louder than God, and breaking my heart. Because it's brand new. It's brand new. So that's my message tonight. Get a new heart to not just think about you, but think about the rest of the world. And have that wonderful thing, spiritual freedom. Will you share this message with the people beyond these walls? Did anybody in this house receive something this evening?